0: Lot Talk Radio.
1: We need God to fall fresh on us each morning. Send Your Spirit, Lord, fix our hearts, regulate our minds. Let this mind be in us that was also in Your Son, Christ Jesus. Hallelujah! What a wonderful thing to have! Oh yeah, we give praise and honor and gratefulness unto Almighty God, who have all power. There's no higher power today. Jehovah, hallelujah. Ah, the father of the true and living God. Yeah, he's yet the father of Jesus. Jesus is yet the true and living God. Yeah, because they're one. And I'm grateful this morning unto almighty God for all he has done already, what he's doing right now, and what he's going to do great and mighty things. Today, today, he's going to do great and mighty things. He's already done great and mighty things this morning. He woke us up closed in our right minds. We have the use and activity of our limbs, our life, our health and our strength. And I say our health because you got to speak it. Speak those things that are not as though they were. So you looking at your situation. I looked at mine too and just looked right over it and keep going. Because if I just fall prey to my what I feel and what I think and what they diagnose me, I'll never get nothing done. I wouldn't be able to sit here and do this this morning. Yeah,
0: uh-uh. He
1: looked beyond my fault and yet saw my needs, and I'm looking beyond my situation and getting done what I believe he chose me for, what he called me to. Oh, I feel all right right there today. Amen goes right there this morning. So we're thankful for another Monday morning, woke us up. I'm having some issues over on Facebook. I don't know if they hacked my account or what took place, but I can't get over that. So I'm working on that this morning as well. Had a wonderful, wonderful weekend, and I got to serve some people, and uh, I'm thankful unto the Lord that I'm yet able to do it, you see. Yet able to do it. I'm thankful, thankful unto him. There's none like him. And we keep right on going. You see, the just we
0: live by faith. Yeah, we walk by faith and not by sight. For now faith is the substance of things, hoped for the evidence of things not seen.
1: For by faith, the elders obtained a good report. Abraham never would have got what God said he would get, but faith. Abraham had faith, and God counted his faith as righteousness. Not what he was doing, not what he had done, not what he was going to do, but he believed God. He was going to make that sacrifice. that special, and the only son he had. And he loved that boy and wanted that boy a long time. And God told him to sacrifice him. He He went up to do it. God called Abraham friend
0: because of his
1: faith see we got we, we don't have enough faith uh uh-uh. uh we we look at situations and we go with what we see and what we hear and, and especially what we feel. This is what we go with, yeah, I go with jesus I go believing that he is. And that he is a rewarder of them
0: that diligently seek him. I'm seeking him for help. I'm seeking him to do better. I, I, I'm seeking him to do the
1: things that he did when he came to the earth. He healed the sick. Hey, glory. He healed the lame. He even rose the dead back up. Brought them back alive. Just went to the tomb of Lazarus. Come forth. Here come Lazarus. Faith. We got to walk in faith today. We got to pray just to make it. We got to have faith just to make it. Yeah. We serve an awesome God. Listen, the true and living God. He's not dead. He's not a stone. He's not a statue. He can speak. He can hear. (laughs) He made the heavens and the earth, and he's yet in control. Yes, he is. Any day he decides to change his mind, he can change his mind and turn everything around. He can flip it upside down. He can make it go around in the world, whatever he decides to do. But he loves his people. So he continued to allow things to remain,
0: especially things that they're familiar with. It's not the same, but you're yet familiar with it. I I don't know. About COVID,
1: yet I'm familiar to disease and infections. I'm familiar with that. I don't know the deep depths of COVID, how it come, why it come. I don't know all of that. But I'm familiar with disease and infections, viruses and spreading of germs. I'm familiar. I know about that. But guess what? He know even more but we got to give our whole life to him. Everything, all, A-L-L, that's a big word. Do you know how much territory all covers?
0: He said, trust in the Lord. What the scripture says, trust in the Lord with all, A-L-L, that's a big word
1: again, thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. Check it out. In all thy ways before you make a move, acknowledge him. And he shall direct that path. <laughs> Be not wise in your own life. Don't think you know the outcome of your situation because you truly don't. God got ways we never heard of before, how to work things. He got people he never used before to use in your life to change situations around money, situations, housing, whatever you need. Medical. He got doctors you never heard of. I have a knee specialist, orthopedic doctor, Max Amelia, we call him. I had never heard of Max before, but they referred me over to Max. And in my personal opinion, Max, one of the best you'll ever want to see. For a knee, anything else,
0: orthopedic-wise. God, is there anything too hard for him to do? Anybody would have told me at the age
1: of sixty-five I would be in this position right here. I'm not talking about prestige or power. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm closed in my right mind this morning. Hallelujah, Jesus. I have the youth, activity of my limbs. Yeah, I live alone, single. Uh, I'm happy, kids grown, got great great grandkids now. I mean, great-grandkids, I'm sorry, got great-grandkids, I'm besides myself. <laughs> Look where he brought me from. And the main thing, he brought me out of darkness into this marvelous light. See, the light shine in darkness, and darkness, you know, they can't comprehend. But when he shined the light on me, I was in darkness, and I thank God he drew me, I was able to comprehend the light, Jesus. And I needed more, so I had to seek him more. I had to get in his word more. I had to have a prayer life, a daily prayer life, personal, and a personal Bible study life, a personal morning devotion. I could be sitting anywhere and just talking to him, mouth not moving. Yeah, but I can talk to him from anywhere, and I can hear back if he talked to me. Isn't that a beautiful thing? Faith to do it all. Trust him. I know some people can't trust nobody. I, I have trust issues today too. Yes, I do. Things are not like they used to be. So I can't trust man. I have to trust God 100%. I used to give man a little something. Today I can't. I got to give it all to God. Man has shown me I'm not trustworthy. I say I'm coming for one thing, but I come for another.
2: Yeah,
0: and I don't know For some reason people think I'm just rich I got it like that I don't have it like that <laughs> I am rich But I don't have it like that In the natural
1: I'm rich in the spirit The natural richness is coming eventually It is coming, it's on the way But I don't have, Physically have millions of dollars To give right now But people treat me like I have a million And that let me know it's coming Oh, I will. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. So I'm grateful unto him this morning. And again, we thank him for another Monday morning. Starting our day. Hallelujah. Here as a group. Yeah. To give him the first fruit of our day here. You may have had devotion somewhere else, prayed your devotion, but right here. Hallelujah. We're giving him the first fruit. He's worthy. Yeah, anything I got, he gets the first fruit. Yeah. He don't come later on, he comes now. Or he's important. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm excited. I'm excited. Amen goes right there this morning. We're going in with prayer. And today we're going to take a listen to Pastor Terry K. Anderson. And his message this morning is between noon and three. Anybody ever seen three ten the humor? It's a Western movie. I love it. I love 3 You And I love the one where Russell Crowe is in it. Yeah. So between noon and 3 is the message this morning. So let's get prayer. Oh, and after prayer, let me get one more song, one more request of the morning. And after the request, we coming back with Pastor Terry K. Anderson of Lily Road Missionary Baptist Church in Houston, Texas. Ah, uh, yeah.
3: And that's what we seek, God, life, eternal life, God. We pray, O oh God, today that you will touch every person that hath come seeking you, Lord. Bind the hand of the devil, God. Rebuke the hand of the enemy, Lord. God, let your anointing that resonates in this place even now. God, let there be an outpouring on your people. We need you, God, to take us to another level in you, Lord. God, we're faced with demonic forces, God evil spirits have come up against us Lord and we need to be fortified with your power God we can't make it on our own strength God we don't have enough to stand on Lord but we know God that your joy is our strength fill us up on today in the name of Jesus somebody have come this morning burdened down God with the issues of life God somebody God is in the battle of their life somebody's God fighting in their their mind and in their spirit Lord uh, where the devil have come into war against them Lord uh, but we thank you God because we know greater are you that's within us uh, than he that is within this world God uh, we know God that you are a deliverer Lord uh, that you're the same yesterday today and forever uh, and you know short of your promise Lord uh, and you're able to deliver us Lord uh, touch us on today Lord uh, we need you like never before up uh, up with the Holy Ghost God uh, and give us a refill Lord uh, that when we leave here today Lord uh, we can leave with your anointing Lord uh, that as we meet men and women boys and girls uh, they might be converted to know who you are Lord uh, in the mighty name of Jesus we pray uh, we thank you because you are a healer uh, you're the God that these uh, and healing is in your wings uh, and you're able to touch our feeble bodies uh, you're able to save our troubled souls uh, And in the name of Jesus, uh, bind every demon, Lord, uh, every demonic force, Lord, uh, God, that comes to keep us uh, in the same place, Lord. uh, We're willing, God, to surrender uh, and say yes to your will, Lord. uh, We're willing to turn our lives, God, uh, over into your hands, Lord, uh, because we come to the place, God, uh, where we realize like never before, uh, we need you, Jesus. Uh, More than anything we know, uh, we need you, Jesus, Uh, while men are trying to find, God, uh, solutions to this chaotic world, God, uh, we're looking to you, Lord, uh, because we know for every right desire, uh, there is an answer, uh, and Jesus you're that answer. Uh, there's no need for us, God, uh, to turn hither or thither, Lord. Uh, we need but to look for you, Lord, uh, because you're the answer, God, uh, for our trouble lies, Lord. Uh, touch on the day, God. Uh, break every yoke, oh God. Uh, save on the day, God. Uh, deliver on the day God Jesus we need you Lord we need you Jesus we need you Jesus we're crying out to you Lord we know that you're able to save our souls we know that you're able God to heal our bodies Jesus we know that you're able God to turn our situations around Jesus no other help we know Know no other help we know Know no other help we know God you're able, Jesus, uh, to deliver our children. Uh, you're able, Jesus, uh, to save the unsaved husband. Uh, you're able, Jesus, uh, to heal the cancer patient. Uh, nothing too hard uh, for you, Jesus. Uh, no that God we know. Uh, we know that you're able, Jesus. Uh, we know that you're able, Jesus. Uh, we say yes to your will, God. Uh, yes to your way, Lord. Uh, have your way, Jesus. Uh, and we'll thank you for it. Uh, and we'll give your name the praise. And we'll bless you Lord. Yes, we thank you Lord. And we bless your holy name. Come on, open your mouth
0: and give the Lord some praise.
4: trying my best to be strong waiting on god and holding on
5: For your ears, but also for your spirit. Jesus in the morning radio. And you're with Barbara.
3: God, we're grateful because if it had not been for you, we would not be here. We opened our eyes this morning, God, because you gave us the strength to open our eyes. We were able to rise because you gave us strength and our limbs and the facilities of our body. We were able to get here, God, because you blessed us and brought us the way of safety and did not allow harm to come to us, Lord. We're grateful to again come into you.
2: your heart
1: I um, had to call someone in and got a little extracted there, uh, distracted, and uh, we're going to pray again. It's all right. It's all right this morning in Jesus' name. I got the request already out this morning, and uh, I'm thankful unto Almighty God. So we're going right in this morning with Pastor Terry K. Anderson and his message, noon and three. Noon and three. That's what it is. I'm excited to hear what he got to say right here. Hallelujah.
6: I want to talk a while from this subject. Between noon and three. Mm -hmm. Between noon and three. Not what I do believe. But in my darkest hour of need have comforts that no mortal creed to mortal man may give, not what, but whom. For Christ is more than all of the creeds, and his full life of gentle deeds shall all of the creeds outlive, not what, but whom. Who walks beside me in the gloom? Who all of the dim way doth illume? And bids me to look beyond the tomb? The larger life to live. Not what? But whom? There's nothing extraordinary about crucifixions. Two other men were being crucified the same day. Neither is there anything unique about darkness covering the land by a total eclipse of the sun. Eclipses come with predictability all over the world. But what is extraordinary about this cross what is extraordinary about this darkness is the identity of the crucified man. On the cross is not merely a man, but the Messiah, the son of the living God, one who is the power and the wisdom of God. On this Good Friday let us peer into the darkness and see this particular cross on which the Prince of Glory died in all its intensity and its paradox. On the cross there is the Lord of Glory and the Son of God. How do we turn this Darkness into a gospel truth that the church is determined to preach as its central theme. What is Jesus doing in that darkness that can be good news for us here at Wheeler Avenue Church? The thick darkness can convey multiple meanings such as nature is mourning or it could be a portent of judgment or a cosmic sign that accompanied the death of great men and kings. The Jewish historian Josephus cites a letter of Mark Antony about the assassination of Julius Caesar where he says the very sun turned away as if it were loathed to look upon the foul deed against Julius Caesar. Isaiah chapter 45 and verse number 3 says, I will give thee treasures of darkness. In these hours between noon and three, a transaction was accomplished that through all eternity defy the apprehension and the explanation of the finite mind. In these three hours of darkness, we are brought face to face with the time when all of the face of evil was brought to bear on the soul of the Son of God. And all the unutterable intent and purpose of evil was wrapped about him in this darkness in a way that is beyond what we can comprehend. All three synoptic Gospels identify the moment of Jesus' death occurring at the ninth hour, which means he died during the time of the afternoon to mead sacrifice the daily whole offering for the forgiveness of sins. Luke ties the sun's ceasing to shine to the rending of the veil in the temple that represented the separation of the holy place from the unapproachable, inviolable, and invisible holy of holies where well, the high priest went once a year on the day of atonement with bells on his tassels and a rope around his waist to drag him out if he died behind the curtain because he could only go back there once a year. <laughs> Our oh, brothers and sisters, the veil is theologically significant in its rending because it symbolizes direct Access to God. When the veil in the temple was rent, every man could go to God for himself. But there is no need for a high priest because we already have a high priest who's made a sacrifice once and for all on a hill called Calvary. Uh, if, If the veil is rent, and we've been invited into the marriage chamber, some transactions must be accomplished before we can come in the presence of a holy God. What, what did Jesus do in that darkness? What, what was the transaction accomplished Christologically, salvifically, soteriology, soteriologically for you and I in this church today. What did Christ have to do to give me access to God the Father? A penalty had to be paid. A penalty had to be paid. It was a very personal and affectionate work that Jesus accomplished in the darkness. It was because Jesus loved us that in the darkness he is paying the penalty for my guilt and yours. Brothers and sisters, in the darkness a penalty is being paid, a pardon is being bought, and a punishment is being endured. He paid my penalty. Um, Those of us who know a little bit about sports know that on the football field, if if you step out of bounds, or there's too many men on the field, or you take too much time before the clock runs out, there's a penalty. Those of us who golf, if you don't hit your ball within the blocks of the blue or the white or or the gold markers there, there's a penalty. If you hit your ball in the water, there's a penalty. Uh, You you have to keep it in the fairway, or else there's a penalty. Playing basketball, if you take too much time or if you travel or if you double dribble, there's a, a penalty. If you step outside the line, there's a penalty. And Jesus paid our penalty because, because of our transgressions, because of our iniquities, Jesus had to pay a penalty. Uh, a transgression is a is a is a crossing the line. But. Iniquity is stronger than transgression because iniquity means there's something bent in us. There's something crooked in us. I don't care how well dressed you are in here today. I don't care how big the print is in your Bible. I don't care how often you pray and read the scripture. I don't care how much you pay in tithes. There's something crooked in here about every last one of us. Um, Watch your phone. Keep your purse close to you. You're sitting by a crook. I know they've been saying amen. I know they've been waving their hands. I know they love the Lord with their whole heart, but they're crooked. I wish I had some honest crooks in here today to help me testify that if the Lord don't keep me, if the Lord don't watch over me, if the Lord don't make a way out of nowhere, if the Lord's Spirit does not guide me, I am capable of all kinds of evil. Every time, Paul said, every time, I wish I had a witness. I desire to do good, evil is always present. The good that I would do, I find myself not doing, and the evil that I don't want to do, that's what I do. Oh, wretched man, not that I was, but that I am, who can deliver me from this body of death? The New Testament takes these fundamental categories of penalty and uses them to cast light on the darkness of God, mm-hmm. the blameless Son of God is dying in that darkness by the determinate counsel and foreknowledge of God. God is bruising God. God is forsaking God. God turned his back on God. And the reason God turned his back on God was to turn his face toward me.
0: The S-U-N
6: went out at noon until three because the S-U-N and the S-O-N can't shine at the same time. <clears throat> He's varying the punishment for our sin because the rectitude, the justice, the holy integrity and the absolute inability of God to condone sin necessitated somebody had to pay a penalty. He became sin for us. I wish I had a Bible reader who knew no sin that we might become the righteousness of God. He was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of my peace was upon him. With his stripes, we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray and we have turned every one of us to our own way. But God, Laid on him the iniquity of us all. A penalty must be paid. But not only, brothers and sisters, as I hurry, a penalty must be paid. A substitute must be laid. We shall never taste the darkness that Jesus tasted, we will never know the suffering Jesus knew because he became our substitute. He took my place bearing all the sin I deserved. He hung under the condemnation we merited and endured exhaustively the wages due to my sin. A substitute is someone who stands in the place of another. Getting back to my sports analogy. When you watch baseball and the pitcher on the mound is not doing so well, the manager goes out there and has a little talk with him on the mound, and says, now you need to get your act together, or there's somebody in the bullpen warming up to take your place. Or sometimes there's a, a batter who is a real strong batter, but he doesn't run so fast. And, and so there's a, there's a substitute. There's a runner that's waiting for him to strike the ball, and he's the, the designated runner. He, he, he didn't hit the ball. He's just substituting for the one who's going to run. In Christ, in the Christ substitution, there is an extraordinary change of place, a transference of guilt. A movement of responsibility from my shoulders to his shoulders. The only reason the cross makes sense is because of penal substitution. Penal substitution, theologically, penal substitution has to do with the fact that the scripture says Jesus is our advocate. He is our lawyer, but, but he goes further than a lawyer or an advocate in a courtroom today. My lawyer might defend me downtown Houston, but I could lose the case. And if I lose the case, I go to jail and my lawyer goes home. But in penal substitution. I'm guilty. The sentence has been passed. I deserve to go to hell. My lawyer says, move out of the way. I'll take your place. Somebody ought to help me preach it. He died in my place as a substitute for my sin debt. Um, let me see if I can get it over to you like this. Um, when I was growing up at, at home, I was kind of skinny and uh, kind of dark-skinned. Years ago, I was kind of dark and skinny. And uh, I would leave where, where we lived on Beulet Street and go to Halsey Street to play Marvel. And if I didn't win, I would just steal all the marbles. There ain't nobody playing today. But I, I couldn't fight. Because I'm, 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 I'm not a fighter. I'm a... Yeah, you know. And so I would steal all the marbles, and I'd run home, and they would be behind me, almost catching me. And when I got to my yard at 720 South Bueller Street, Eunice, Louisiana, 70535, they were chasing me around the house, and every time I'd come to the porch, I'd just run and just hit the porch and keep running. They were still chasing me, and I was running, hit the porch, and keep on running. And on the third run, my sister came and put her hands on her hair. She said, what's going on out here? They said, oh, nothing, nothing, uh-uh. I know everything is... A-. I said, no, come on! <laughs> Knock this stick off my shoulder. My substitute had shown up. I wish somebody had somebody to help me preach. Whenever the devil tries to pull me down, whenever the devil tries to make me depressed and think that God doesn't love me, my substitute shows up. And I say to the devil, knock this stick off my shoulder. I have a substitute. Named Jesus Christ, who came to fight
2: in my place.
6: Uh, brothers and sisters, he went to the cross because a penalty needed to be paid. A substitute needed to be laid. But he went to the cross finally as a hurry because a propitiation had to be made. I I just like saying that word. It, It just makes you sound so smart. Propitiation. I just like how it rolls off my tongue. Propitiation. A propitiation must be made. The effect of the cross deals with the anger and the wrath of God towards sin. In the darkness, by his death, Jesus was placating the wrath of a sin-hating God. There are two ways in which righteous anger can be appeased. Since, since, since the Lord led me to that, what's current and going on in the news right now, um, this thing ain't working out the way Vladimir Putin thought it was going to work out. Uh, because Vladimir Zelensky ain't scared. And be careful when you run up on somebody thinking you're going to do them in. Because it's not the size of the dog in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the dog. Because President Biden called him and said, do you need us to get you out of the country? And Zelensky said, I don't need a ride. I need some weapons. Somehow to help me here. We need some strong Christians at the church. Some strong believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. That when trouble comes, I don't need a ride. Have I got a witness here? I need some men who will stand up for your family. Stand up for your children. Stand up for your wife. Stand up for your home.
2: Stand up for your
6: community.
2: You
6: you, you can't appease the devil. You got to fight it. And the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. I wish I had a Bible reader, but spiritual. You, you, you only pull down strongholds with the weapons of our warfare. Now, there are only two ways that righteous anger can be appeased. I'm, I'm trying to get through this now. It, it expresses itself in wrath and justice on the penetration of the wickedness of Satan that only Christ can assuage. Somebody got to die. And then secondly, Jesus stands in the official place of execution, naked in the flame of a divine hatred for sin. He will exhaust, he will extinguish, God's anger and the punishment that should have been mine, he takes it upon himself. Let me see if I can help us. When Adam and Eve were turned out from the Garden of Eden, the Bible says a flaming sword was placed at the entrance of the garden. And it turned every way to guard the entrance to the garden to keep them from going back in to eat from the tree of light and stay in their sins forever. And from Genesis, that flaming sword had been blazing in white-hot anger and enmity against God and man. But on the cross, a cruel soldier pierced Jesus in his side and that sword that he pierced in Jesus' side I had been looking for since the Garden of Eden. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers and Deuteronomy that sword had been walking all the way to Malachi on flaming fire. But when he died, and he pierced them in the side, that sword that was flaming in the garden of Eden is extinguished at the garden of Gethsemane. Because he said, if it be possible, Let this cup pass from me, but nevertheless, not my will, but thine will be done. It's dark between noon and three. You're going to help me close this, won't you? The sun went out in the middle of the day. It's night at daytime. From 12 noon to 3 o'clock in the afternoon was the 6th to the ninth hour. And in that thick darkness, there's a transaction accomplished that you and I will never understand. All we can do is appreciate. I'm through. He's in the darkness. The lights are out in the middle of the day. It's 12 o'clock, and it's coming toward 3. He's in thick darkness. You're going to help me close this, won't you? God does his best work in the dark. I said God does his best work in the dark. It was dark when Jacob wrestled with an angel and said, I will not let you go until you bless me. It was dark when the death angel came over Egypt land and the blood of a lamb slain was on the doorposts and the lintels. In every house that had the threefold blood mark, the death angel flew over. In every house that did not have blood on it, the firstborn died. You and I are at Wheeler Avenue this afternoon because the blood covered our house. All night in Houston last night the Death Angel was flying over. He flew over Sugar Land and he flew over Missouri City. He flew over Emancipation Park. He flew over Third Ward and Fifth Ward. He flew over your street and my street. But you are in this sanctuary this afternoon because you are covered by the blood of Jesus. It was dark when Jesus was on that ship and a storm blew up. And they said, Master, don't you care that we are about to perish? Jesus stood up and waved his hand and said, Peace, be still. It was dark When Jesus came walking on the water in the fourth watch of the night. You're going to help me close this, won't you? And they said, Master, if it's really you, Peter said, bid me to walk on the water also. It was dark when Jesus was in the garden of Gethsemane and sweat like drops of blood ran down from his brow. It was dark in that Philippian jail when Paul and Silas got on their knees at midnight. It was dark when uh, this man Daniel was in a den full of hungry lions. It was dark when Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were in a fiery furnace. It was dark when Abraham was in Egypt land. It was dark when David was hiding from the wrath of Saul. It was dark one Friday on a hill called Calvary. Dark was the night and colder ground on which the Lord was laid. His sweat like drops of blood ran down in agony he prayed. You gonna help me say it, won't you? He died, didn't he die? He died on a hill called Calvary. He died till the sun refused to shine. He died until a centurion soldier said, surely. This must be the Son of God. He died till graves got sick of the stomach and started vomiting up its dead. The dead in Christ walked down the streets of Jerusalem. He died. I wish I had a witness here. He died to translate my darkness. He died to transform my depression. He died to open my blinded eyes. He died to send light to my darkness. Is there anybody here ever had some darkness in your life? Is there anybody here? can help me testify a minute. I once was lost, but now I'm found. I was blind, but now I see. Is there anybody here who can look at your neighbor and tell him through many dangers, toils and snares? I have already come. It was grace, it was grace that brought me saved thus far. If the Lord open doors for you tell god thank you if the lord save your soul tell god thank you if god's been good to you why don't you tell god thank you if god's made a way for you why don't you give god the glory if you're not too mean today if you don't mind testifying. Tell God thank you thank you you brought me you kept me you never left me you made a way for me, you've been a friend for me, you've been a doctor for me you've been a lawyer for me you've been a mother for me you've been a father for me thank you tell thank you thank you Today is Friday But I wouldn't be a preacher If I didn't tell you Sunday is coming One Sunday morning He got up from the grave With all power in his hand. Have he been good to you? Has he kept you all the way? Why don't you wave
2: your hand? Tell us God thank you Thank you Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I know he's all right.
6: Excuse me a minute. It's been 10 years now since I was at M.D. Anderson Hospital and the doctors told my family he only has two hours to live but here I am at the Wheeler Avenue Baptist Church testifying this afternoon I know he's all right and the doctor said if he lives you're going to have to put him in a nursing home. He'll be a vegetable the rest of his life. But here I am at Wheeler Avenue Baptist Church. I
2: am no right. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Can't nobody
6: do me like Jesus. I'm no evil.
1: from Pastor Terry K. Anderson noon to 3 noon to 3pm and that last song that, that was My Portion by Jacqueline Carr My Portion by Jacqueline Carr today and so we thank God for good gospel music, thank God for his word I couldn't imagine being his mother knowing that time had come and uh Knowing they had my son in prison and he wasn't coming out. Knowing he was locked up and mistreated. You know, they beat him and everything. And I had nobody to go to and tell but God. Mm -hmm. So, uh, my goodness, my goodness. Because I have four sons and not willing to give one of them up for a world that I know was not going to treat them right. I couldn't rest well knowing he was in prison, and they beat him all night long. Hallelujah. What a great job Mary did. She got up out of God's business is what she did, and uh, that was a great thing. I have a testimony this morning I want to play, and uh, this one is called uh, Jesus Reveal Yourself to Me If You're Real. It says God redeems a life discarded. So I want to, we want to take a listen to this one. Oh, wait a minute.
0: Okay, Okay, why no sound? Okay, y'all, can you hear me now, Brother Lewis? Okay, uh, how about you, Sister Dot? Can you hear me? Let's see. Okay, Sister Dot writing something.
1: Okay, you can hear me, but you couldn't hear that. Okay. All right, let's see. Maybe I have it turned down too low. Brother Lewis said no sound either. Okay, maybe that's the case. All right, let's, let's dive back over. Okay, I got you, Sister Dot. Thank you, thank you.
0: All right, let's see. Let me know if you hear it. Okay. All right, y'all bear with me.
1: Y'all bear with me. We're going to another song. I have to get this so that you can hear it. Thank
4: The old and he made it new That's just what the mercy of God can do Now I'm alive to tell the story how I've overcome It's goodness and mercy and the power blood, I'm so glad that my freedom wasn't based on what I've done, goodness and mercy and the power of the blood, so much power in the blood. and
5: went to live with her great aunt. Until one day, at five years old, her mother took her back to live with her and her boyfriend.
7: My mom came and got me and my brother. That she kidnapped us, and she took us to San Bernardino with her and her boyfriend, which he would beat us pretty badly. We wouldn't eat for like days at a time. My mom was a prostitute and a drug addict, so it was one time we was in this hotel room I guess the police came in. From that point on, I didn't see her again because she went to jail.
5: From then on, Denise went to multiple foster homes and was sexually abused by a foster mom's son.
7: So my grandma came and got me at the age of seven. So I came back to San Diego from San Bernardino and I stayed with her from the age of seven to 12. And so from the age of seven to 12, her husband was sexually abusing
5: me. Ultimately, she was placed back in foster care and out from under the control of the abuse. By the time she was 18, Denise would be in 15 group homes and seven more foster homes. Along the way, she started smoking pot to cope with her pain. She got pregnant at 16 years old and was in a series of relationships.
7: Even started dating women and men. At the age of 17, I tried to take my life twice. And I just progressed in my my drug abuse.
5: By 18, she had no support and no hope.
7: I was homeless most of the time. My son, though, lived with his dad's mom. So I ended up in Job Corps for like a year, still drinking, still drugging. So I'm getting my first job and so I'm excited because I'm thinking like my life changed, you know. I could not hold a job. I could not hold like a house. Like I couldn't keep it. Uh, End up getting pregnant with my second child having him, and then a year later having my, my daughter. I could not take care of them, and so my son went with one of my foster mom's friends, and my daughter went with her dad.
5: As the years went by, she was using crack cocaine and prostituting herself to feed the addiction. In desperation, she cried out to God.
7: I was at the age of 30. I sat in the middle of the street, and I said, Lord, I need you to help me and so it was like he gave me some strength I stopped using drugs just stopped. I met a guy and he became my first husband started going to church and and then he started going to church
5: yet two years later her husband died sending Denise back to her old ways
7: I didn't have foundation in the Word of God So I didn't have the truth of God to keep me.
5: For the next five years, Denise would return to the cycle she had left behind.
7: I started dating a guy, met him, um, and it was very abusive. And so I stayed in a homeless shelter. Uh, I'm still not seeing my kids, you know.
5: She moved to Louisiana, was in a shelter until she landed a job and an apartment. Drinking again, she finally reached rock bottom.
7: I start drinking and the Lord took the apartment the job and everything within a month and I ended up at the rescue mission this is like my nice homeless shelter so I'm like done now and and I told Jesus I said if if you real like I don't want church and I don't want religion I need you to reveal yourself to me if you're real
5: alone and desperate She cried out for help, and for God to take over.
7: And so like, I'm sitting there in the foyer, nobody's in the foyer, I'm waiting to go get a bed, and about two hours, a power, like a fire fell on me, and I couldn't move for hours, and I've never been the same since, literally. Mm. And I would study the Word, and the Word of God says to be transformed by the renewing of your mind, because Mm. the Word of God is active and it's alive. And it's true.
5: After that experience, Denise remarried. And now she and her husband help young people formerly addicted to drugs.
7: I see his mercy and his unfailing love. His unfailing love of how much he loves me. I love when he says, I will leave the 99 just to get to the one. And I, I feel like I was that one. He, he's never left you He's always been there Through the good, the bad, and the ugly And he truly, truly loves you Like that is That's my whole story It's a love story And it's a hope story
1: Hallelujah, hallelujah Now one thing I can verify In that testimony Is when she went to the Lord And said she wanted him Not religion and this stuff That people have but she wanted him, and the thing of it all is she wanted to really know him. She needed his help, and when she humbly did that, in the middle of the street, and this is the way that God worked, I know y'all may everybody don't know about drug abuse, alcohol abuse, but I worked at a place called Fairbanks Native Association, and they do drug and alcohol treatment. And one of the things I was taught is this, the person must get sick and tired of being sick and tired before they can come. And I believe that's the way God does a lot of us. He He, he does a lot of us this way. When we get to the point where we just right there to give up, let go, and then we Talk to him because, see, we're not coming from a church standpoint, glory to his majesty. We're not coming from a religion uh, standpoint, Baptist, Methodist, Pentecostal, Apostolic, Lutheran, whatever. We're not coming from that. When you get to that point, you're coming from your heart. God, I need you. If you're real, I need to know that you're real. Because at this point right here where you're at, you, you don't know which way to go. You don't know what to do.
0: You can't do
1: no more. You 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 can't go no further. You can't because you don't know how. That's how bad it gets. When you get to that point and you call on him, and from a sincere heart, you really want him, He's coming. <laughs> He is coming and he will fix it for you. And you see what happens? Now, many times people make a start and they fall back. They make a start and they fall back. Let me tell you what God is doing, watching. He's just looking. He's just watching and looking and waiting. He's got more patience than Job ever could have had. Because he know at that right point, you come into him. Right at the right time, you're going to let it go. Okay, Brother Louis, God bless y'all. Have a wonderful day. Yeah. Right at that right point is when he's coming in and you receive him, and he's going to do for you what he need to do. Now, the thing of it is you need to do for you what you need to do for you. What's that, Barbara? You need to have a prayer life. Start praying at home a life of faith. Start believing God's word. And believe he's there all the time. He won't leave you nor forsake you. Start believing that word. Because see, we want what we're accustomed to in the natural. We want to see how everything is going to go. We want to know what the end result's going to be. We want him to play it out to us second by second by second. No, he, he I, No, no. We got to trust him with our whole heart and lean not to our own understanding. In all our ways, and everything, we must acknowledge him. He's going to direct our path. See, because now you know he's real because he come to your res- rescue and he put you in a place where you never could have put yourself or you never would have been. But his grace and his mercy, most of all, his love for us is what does it all the time, over and over and over again. He brings us out. Yeah. And the reason I can tell you this is because he brought me out many times, and he's not through bringing me out. Yeah. Bring me out of stuff. <laughs> yeah. I had some good days. I've had some years to climb, but I can truly say all of them are good days, outweigh my bad days. This morning I can't complain. It wouldn't do me any good anyway. I would just be complaining in vain.
0: Because it's all up to him. And how he he decide to do things. Yeah.
1: And that's what we gotta really learn. We really gotta learn this. To accept what God allows. Let God have his way in our lives because we always want it our way and uh, we want him to do it the way we want him to do it. No, he don't always do that because he's doing it in a way where it will work together from now on for your good until you leave here. And it still may be working when you get back with him. God is faithful. And he's looking for some faithful people. He's looking for some people that's gonna seek him with their whole heart. Yeah, they, they won't lean to their own understanding. In all their ways they're gonna acknowledge him. And he's the one that's directing paths. He don't want us to be wise in our own eyes. Because see what we'll do, we'll say this. Oh yeah, if I do that, this gonna happen. If I do this, that's gonna happen. Now he don't want you there. He wants you to trust him that whatever it is that you desire to take place, it's going to happen to you. You're going to be the head and not the tail. You're going to be above and not beneath. No weapon that I don't care how it form, where it comes from, it won't prosper. I am a living witness to that. All kind of stuff have formed for me. It won't work. It just won't work. He's a God that can turn every situation around, any situation around. And it's all right today in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I want to share that testimony uh, with you this morning. And, uh, you know, just know that if you want him, he wants you. And if you're willing to lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him, just notice he'll direct your path. Not only that, he will bless you uncommonly with things you never thought you would have or never thought you could get. You know, some people think their credit is so bad that oh, I can't get nothing. My credit won't let me. No, no, no. He have a way of opening doors and you don't need credit. I've gotten things I didn't need credit to get it. Now, some places I need a little down payment, but it wasn't very much. And the people trust me without a credit check to pay them their money. I paid the money and became the owner of whatever it was I was trying to have. Look,
0: just a little bit a
1: while ago, I needed a TV. I didn't have no $500 for
0: no TV Plus, I was thinking $500 is ridiculous for a TV. Yeah, after the
1: interest and da-da-da-da-da, you know they're going to add stuff on. Do you need this to go with that? Do you need that to go with this? Plus, you got to pay someone to come and hang it. I did. It's too heavy for me and too big. But he made a way. Why didn't see a way? He opened a door that I didn't even know the door was there. I got the brand new TV hanging on the wall. It came with so much extra stuff, <laughs> all kind of apps that I'll never use. But hey, I watch what I watch on TV. I, I basically watch movies because this new wave, new age stuff that they put on there, I can't stomach it. Even the commercials, I can't take the commercials. They sick. A lot of them are just ridiculous. I can't take it. I don't watch it. So I choose movies to watch. I've gone over to a Prime through Amazon and just choose what I want and I watch. A lot of it is free. Some movie on Tuesday is it, free. Netflix, free. Well, not Netflix because somebody paid for that, but... Uh, the door has been opened. Then I have a DVD player. I have three uh, cases of what the thing is. You know, you zip it open of nothing but the movies that I can watch. Because I don't watch any and every old thing. I don't listen to any and every old kind of music. If we want to grow spiritually, we must eat spiritual food. It's got all the vitamins and nutrients and nourishment we need, but you got to eat it. You got to take some time out of your day to pray. Sometimes you have to separate yourself from people. Yeah. So sometimes people talk too much. It may be times you're talking too much. I'm guilty raising my right hand. And we have to separate
2: ourselves
0: and get into prayer. Yeah. So I thank God this morning
1: For being on our side And when we need him he's there Even in bad times Because look what he said If we come to him He will in no wise cast us out But we got to come With
0: sincerity
1: Realness from our hearts It makes no difference What you've done Who you were because if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. And when I say he is a generic term, man or woman. He or she is a new creature, old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now, I'm telling you from experience this morning. After I received him, I no longer wanted the same thing. I, I no longer wanted to sit on the porch with the Budweiser, Yeah. In
2: the
1: cup, like, oh, like I'm drinking punch when I'm drinking bud. I no longer desire Crown Royal. I no longer desire to talk a weed. I, I didn't need all that. I wasn't no big drinker anyway, no big weed smoker, but I did it nonetheless thinking, you know, I'm here uh, I'm doing what they do. It didn't really mellow me out. I'm an upbeat person as it is. Marijuana make me down. It's a downer in my book. Yeah. And other drugs, that just wasn't for me. I just never could see myself in that heavy world of drugs. Although marijuana is a drug because hey, you're not sober. But heavy drugs, as they call it, don't make me better than nobody else now. Dope is dope, high is high in my book. Yeah. But God will come in and he'll fix it for you this morning. If you don't have money and you need some, talk to him about that. He's got a mighty sweet way of opening doors. I can remember I needed money. I I, I didn't know what to do. Lord, I need some money. And usually I say, Lord, give me some money. The earth is here. The fullness thereof. The world and they that dwell therein. I have what they call crazy faith. I believe God can drop it out the sky to me. He's almighty God that have all the power. I'm telling you what I know. And there's nothing too hard. And anyway, who is man that God is even mindful of him with his little tiny mind? He can't even believe but so far. He can't even think but so far. God made the heavens and the earth. He hung the stars, he hang the stars in the sky, the sun in the sky, hangs the moon out at night, keep the water back. You hear me say this all the time, from the land. If he can do all of this, create man from the dirt, from the ground, and then pull a woman out of man. Come on now.
0: If God can't drop something on the ground to you from heaven? Or he can't have the angels to come and deliver it to you? So whatever you need this
1: morning, I said all of that to get here. Whatever you need, he has it. In my church, they say he got it. Whatever you need, he got it. Well, Barbara, how do I get it? Ask
0: for it and believe. Ask for it and wait on it. Ask for it and trust him.
1: But see, a lot of times people can't go there because they know they're not doing all they're supposed to do that's right before him. They're not doing all that he require of them. So they, they figure, well, I, I can't go to him, Barbara, because uh, I'm still fornicating. Mm-hmm. See, see, Barbara, I I, I know the, a little bit about the word, and I know fornication is wrong. Yeah, he said, don't oh, let the one in the
0: money. And those of us that come to him, we must believe. And we must believe this.
1: Lord, I'm coming to ask you for this and that. But, Lord, I need you to fix me, fix my heart and regulate my mind. Lord, manifest yourself to me. Show me that you're real, God. That's how we got to tell him. He's going to show up on the scene. But, see, we we got things set in our mind how it should be what the preacher says is supposed to be God. Don't move the way man talking
0: about. He's Almighty God that have all power. I've seen people go to the river and be baptized.
1: I've seen people go to lakes and be baptized. I baptized a woman in the shower in the county jail before. Huh? See, because they have a certain way set in their mind. If you're not in the river or the ocean or the, or the lake, You're not baptized, but she was baptized under that shower. I promise you she was baptized
0: in Jesus' name. (laughs) That's the other deal right there. According to her faith, not mine. But we put too
1: much stuff that don't even need to be in there. We want to think like the natural man, but we want spiritual blessings. No, I need you to think spiritual so that you can receive spiritual blessings. You know if your credit badge you you can't get a mortgage, but you want a house? You got to think spiritually by faith so that you can do spiritual things so that God can move in a spiritual way. And
0: all he needs you to do is believe that's the spiritual thing. I don't have to uh, pour
1: oil on myself all the time. I don't have
0: to uh, run
1: the people. None of that because God is all that I need him to be. The earth is his. The fullness of the world and they that dwell therein. I promise you everything and everybody, including that devil, God have control. God is in charge. He's large and in charge. Now, that's the truth. But what are we doing? Where's our faith? How are we walking, there? How do we think?
0: What are we trying to get done? What are our motives? What's the motive behind what I'm trying to do? I'm trying to become debt free, and I'm working on that thing, and I see it.
1: Next month, I'm going to kind of be freed up a little bit more. And then in November I'll be free even more. Ask God for what you want and see when He do it. But you got to believe and trust Him and let go. Don't look at it because you're not the one fixing it. Whatever He put in your spirit to do, go on and do that. I used to be a person I had bad credit. I didn't I didn't pay no bills if I could skimp and scamp. Electric? Oh, they'll get the money next month. They did it before it turned two months crazy and had the money. I want you to listen to me. Got a car can make the car payment. No, I I'ma wait till one more month, then I pay my car payment. Take the money and go shopping. <laughs> I'm just telling you. Even in some cases where rent was supposed to be paid. Now they can wait another month and I just double up on the rent and pay the late fee. That is just ridiculous. You're wasting money right there on the late fee. Pay these people their money. You got it. You owe it. The scripture said, oh no man. The reason I was doing all of that because I didn't have greater living on the inside of me. I didn't have the
0: spirit of God to lead and guide me. I didn't have power, love, and a sound mind. I was in bondage to sin. The devil was my daddy. Oh, but I found the father and his
1: son set me free. (laughs) And whom the son set free is free indeed. This same Jesus that Pastor Terry K. Anderson talked about this morning, that's the same one suffered and died for me to be free today. Now I'm paying bills, but I'm not going to owe you if I don't have to. If I say I don't have it, that means God ain't gave it to me to give to you. I really don't have it. But I don't bite off more than I can chew these days. See, I used to bite off more than I could chew. Boy, I would bite three or four big plugs in the apple, run over there and get me two plugs out the pack, and then
0: i look around and say, oh, look at that. Let me bite four or five bites out the pineapple. I don't have enough to cover all of that. Now I'm owing people.
1: Folks calling my house, send me all kind of letters in the mail and things. No, no. But once I received the true and living God, I could sit down and rest. And then some days now, because that's why I'm spoiled like that. Some, Sometimes I say, well, Lord, I want a fall wardrobe. Lord, give me a fall wardrobe. He'll open a door. Over $1,000 worth of clothes, but the bill is 300 I made one payment of <laughs> 175 and was waiting to make the next payment, you know, working on the next payment. I know this got to be paid on this date. So don't let me be over here with the foolishness. Let me make sure I got these people money. Well, guess what? The payment never did do. And I'm like, what's that? Well, when I went in there and really looked, guess what? I got over $1,000 worth of clothes for $300, and it was half price off for the $300. Well, I paid $175. That covered interest and everything. Done, dear.
0: Done. Said Over with. Do y'all hear that? Bought a truck. I didn't see no way. But I told the Lord. I told
1: him. <laughs> and then I asked. I said, Lord, <laughs> I want this truck. And if you give me this truck, I can't make the payment. I can't. I didn't make no deal. I can't make the payments if you do this, that. Now
0: I can't make the payment. So if you give me this truck, Lord, you're going to have to make every payment. He gave me that truck,
1: and he made it every payment. He would open the door where I had a budget just to make the truck payment. Yeah, many times I was budgeting and, and planning to make the car insurance. The bill never came. I called and said it had been paid. I already knew who paid.
0: That That's so I could be free to have money to help other people. Because I received him, I'm provided
1: for. He'll even touch somebody hard to bless me. Yes, he will. He has done it over and over. So I don't have to be in want. I don't have to really be in need. But there are other people and he used me to plant seeds in their lives. He used me to bless them and I'm so grateful. I, I was sitting yesterday, I think it was, it could have been Saturday, and I was thinking about If the stores dry up, there's no food. (laughs) There's no this and there's no that. This is what come to me in the scripture. I will eat the good of the land. I know y'all think I'm joking with you. I, I may have to cut up some raw greens and begin to eat them and it would taste like I'm eating steak and my favorite mashed potatoes. Do you hear me? God is that kind of God. The earth is here again. The fullness ever of the world and they that dwell therein. There's nothing too hard for Him. With man, things are impossible. You often will hear me say all these things. With man, it's impossible. Many things are impossible. But with God, all things are possible.
0: He's Almighty God. He can do what He likes. He can do what he wants. I trust him in whatever he does for me because of this. He won't withhold
1: no good thing from me. Not only did he save me and call me, he chose me. He designed me. I didn't design myself. He made me. I didn't make myself. He saved me. I
0: couldn't save me. But I want to walk in his life. I want to walk according to his word.
1: I want to live by faith and not by sight. And trust God and know it. Yeah, it's been a many hard days now. I can't tell you this way is easy. I'll be lying to you. Patience is one of the greatest things. Faith and patience, oh, those are two great, super great things. But if you don't have them, oh, you'll be hitting and missing. Sometimes you're blessed over here and then you go a long period of time with nothing. You don't even know which way to turn. But if you
0: got faith and patience to wait on God, it'll flow. And you'll give up. He loves a cheerful giver.
1: We hold on to everything. I, I, I saw this the other day and I thought back to some friends of mine from uh, South Africa. They from Sierra Leone, and this one, her <laughs> name is Linda, but we called it the Barge, and she would often say this to me: "I'm a refugee from Africa. What can you do for
0: me?" And was
1: and we. She would say, "Hey, I want to go for a ride." I would say, "Okay." She said, do you have all of your documents and your families? I said, well, no, I don't have a family, but I have my documents. Okay, let's ride. That means do I have my driver's license, my uh, tag and registration and it, and insurance, you know. So we would go to different places. And I remember, remember the first time she went to Burger King, she was just fascinated. She was like, what is this? You eat here, you become a king. I said, no, Linda. (laughs) So I had to explain some things to it. And she started teasing. King of bugger. Bugger
0: king. Where the queen of bugger? I said, look here. But listen. When I tell you, this
1: woman believed in God. She had a song she used to sing in the morning. Oh, and when I tell you, she sung it until the power come down, the power of God. Oh, I was just floored over there.
0: You could feel the anointing in the car. We ride. Oh, my goodness. So they brought me into their home to have dinner. And
1: they would have me to come over. And the, it was three more plus Linda. Linda was the most friendliest, but the other ones, they kind of accepted me because of her. But we all sitting around, all five ladies, and we talking, and they explained to me how they do. You don't put your children out the house at 18. Yeah. And you train them from childhood that they take care of their parents. They take care of their grandparents. Each everybody in the house work. Now if you got a stay-at-home mom, then the husband is working. So one week, each one of them take a turn each week on taking everybody paycheck. They pay all the bills for the month at the paycheck. And because see, they doing like this so nobody's broke. They do this for so many years, and then it's time for the first one to purchase a house, which is the oldest one. I think they said
0: they purchase the oldest one a house first, and everybody move into her house
1: out of an apartment or a rental house. They keep doing the same thing. Then the next person get enough money, they purchase their home. They're not they're not going through no mortgage companies to pay them. Uh, all this interest, no they just buy the house,
0: nice houses, okay, everybody have a new car because they put their money together,
1: and nobody send children away. Children when they turn eighteen or you know, they come back at twenty four and 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 they you know finish college, got a degree, they got a good job, they bring the money home to the family. Everybody living good, everybody eating good, everybody dressing good. Nobody's into debt. So they brought me in on that. I was like, wow. Well, you know, not in on it, but they teach me what they do. I was like, oh, if we could do that, my family and I, we would be
0: filthy rich. And everybody supported everybody. Yeah, I I got to actually see it.
1: Like, wow. But we put our children out. We can't wait for them to get out. That's because we haven't trained them right. We haven't spent enough time teaching them and training them. We get sick of them right I'd be glad when you get 18, you out my house. We shouldn't do that. But from babies, we should train them to love the family and come together. And pray for the family. Yeah, I wish I had known what I know now at an earlier age. And I'm sure every older person has said this. Oh, if I knew back then what I know now, (laughs) things would be so much different. But that's not the way it usually goes. Time brings about wisdom. Yeah, we go through a lot of mistakes. And I mean, a lot of, I say a lot of days, you mess your life up with your weight. And you just went on and surrendered to God earlier in your teens, you would have been a lot better. Now, I wanted to old taste and see what the world was like. And I got the opportunity to do it. Messed up a lot of things. But nonetheless, God is faithful. And my life that I have today is better than any life I've ever lived before this life. Yeah, the saved life, the godly life. Yeah, all the lying and cheating and stealing. No, 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 no. I learned better. And when we learn better, we do better. And then this is the main key that keep me on the straight. His eyes are in every place. Almighty God's eyes are in every place. He's beholding the evil and the good. He see every move we make. He hear every thought we think. He see everything. Yeah, again, his eyes are in every place. He's beholding the evil and the good. Hallelujah. And his spirit lives in us if we receive him. And this is what happens. If we will allow his spirit to lead us, it even speak in your spirit to let you know, don't do that. Don't say that. Don't go that way. Yeah. But with perfect practice, make perfect. We got to get used to that so that we can be blessed. Hallelujah. And it's already all right this morning in Jesus' name. And we thank him this day. Uh, I have a prayer request this morning for those that would touch and agree with me in prayer and I need you helping me too. Uh, Sister Paula had death in her family. And um, I think she said her ex-husband dad and the children dad passed away. So we want to lift that family up in prayer, Sister Paula's uh, ex-husband family, and um, just ask God to strengthen them in the hour of bereavement. Yeah, because we know how that go. A lot of times it's very sad, very sad, because we're going to miss that person. And oh my goodness, I never see, yeah, I'm going to see them again, so I'm not doing all of that. But you know how people, you know, they can't
5: handle it. And and it is
1: a sad occasion in many cases because you won't. You won't see that person no time soon. But if you get right with God and they were right with him, then guess what? You get to see them again. Yeah. As they say on the other side, hallelujah. So yeah, I wanted to share that this morning. The studio is open. If there's anyone have something this morning they would like to say, please feel free to press that number one and I'll come in this morning while I go to this request right about here. <laughs> oh, come on now. Oh, no. Y'all bear with me.
0: This the right one. I just didn't want to play that one for some reason.
2: Okay.
1: I love that song right there, and I love that steel guitar sound, and I got a little New Orleans kick to it right there. And I I just thank God for giving him that, and I can hear that all day. I play it right down the street, and I'm just shaking my head from day. (laughs) I'm praising. Oh, yeah. And so we give God glory, honor, and praise this morning, and thank him for all he has done and uh if there's anyone has something they would like to say this morning please feel free to press that number one and come in and i thank god for all the new requests yeah i got some and uh i was able to find them and download them uh into the studio i was trying to listen to that testimony this morning and i was just going to listen from youtube and so i said now nah, you're gonna have to download this because but lewis said, no sounds So the doctor i can't hear no sound So I said, yeah, let me put a song on right quick and get that downloaded. But we thank God today that he's able to make all of this available unto us. And faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word of God. And not only just that, if you keep hearing the same thing over and over again, you'll start to believe that, you'll start to do that. So we want to believe, excuse me, the word of God, we want to hear that more. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. I'm more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus who loves me. Yeah, I walk by faith and not by sight. Yeah. And the just shall live by faith. These are verses that we're telling ourselves because we want big things from God. And we're not just following him for stuff and things. That's not because we're going to leave all of this here. This is not our home. We're just passing through. But while we're here, we have not because we ask not. Yeah. And we're not asking amiss. We're not asking against God, but we are asking him for what he loves to do. He loves to bless his people. He wants us to be happy. And, you know, materialistic things, sometimes those things make us happy. A new car. Even the house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy, some of us it'll make us happy. It won't make me happy. Unless I get a a a twenty-four hour housekeeper or something. I don't want a big house, Oh, that like cleaning. Baseboard. Oh no, no, thank you. Yeah. But um he you know this. He you know a new car, it feels better. We're not buying a new car to show off, you know. Oh, look at me, I'm driving a new no. We want something better to drive more dependable, yeah, the styles of cars change, and we see some styles just look appealing to us, and we just want a car a new car he's able,
0: <clears throat> yeah,
1: we may want to make repairs on something uh we may want to buy new furniture, you know our furniture's not in that bad a shape, but I want to give it away and get something new because the styles have changed and a reclining air sofa is what I like, so I want one, Lord. Yeah, he don't have no problem with that. And I'm not getting it because I'm competing with my neighbors, my family, or somebody, or I want people to see what I got. I just have loads and tons of stuff. No. When God bless me with clothes, I clean that closet. what's well, in there, I've got to go out of here now because there's no need in me being a hoarder. I went through the closet, went through. I have a bacon pantry. Went through the bacon pantry, where I store all the stuff to bake. You know, seasonings, spices for bacon, chocolate chips, you know, raisins, coconut, stuff like that that I'm gonna bake with. But I'm not. I'm not keeping that. What in there I can't use, it's gotta go. And I try not to keep stuff over a month or two, especially meat. I, I don't want to keep that two weeks. Frozen, but because they probably had it at the store froze that long. But I'm looking for a butcher now, people that have uh, fresh meat. So I drive all the way to Jacksonville to get fresh, butchered meat. Can't do it at Walmart no more. Something is wrong with the meat. No flavor. Uh -uh. So I drive all the way to Jacksonville to get fresh fish at the ocean and get me some fresh chicken. Yeah. And what I eat. And I thank God for it. He's an on-time God. I knew it was 9 o'clock. I was waiting on him to call me. He's an on-time God. All I can say is yes, he is. And I'm thankful unto him. So look, if no one has anything they would like to say, we we'll get out early this morning. I will pray us out. And we pray the Lord bring us back tomorrow morning. 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I believe on Wednesday. We are going to have a live guest, and uh, I think we'll be enjoying and just move on from there. So God bless you today. Have a wonderful day, a blessed day, rest of your day, and I pray that the Lord opens some special doors for you today, even in your spiritual walk, even in your Bible study, even in your prayer, that God will extend some things to you give you wisdom, knowledge, and a great understanding. Yeah, because we can be happy. I know we see all the stuff that's going on, but yet we have joy. Yet we're happy, happy in Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for all that has been said and done. Thank you for your message this morning. Noon and 12. I mean, noon and three. Noon and three. And, Lord, we thank you for what you did for us at Calvary. We thank you for what you've done for us before you ever reached Calvary. Thank you for your suffering, your hanging, God, your bleeding and your dying. Thank you for the nails in your hand and feet. Thank you for conquering all and rising with all power. Father, we thank you for your death. Oh, you died for us. And we're grateful unto you this morning. We appreciate you. And, Father, we love you today for it was you who first loved us. And we come before you this morning, departing, God, to tell you we love you again this morning and that, Father, we need you. And without you, we can do nothing. Move for your people today. And a mighty way, touch those that are sick and healed today, Father. You took the beating for the healing of the nation. There's yet healing in the hem of your garment. Father, those that stand in the need of finances, money, oh God, Money answers all things. It's a good thing to have money. We understand it's the love of money that's the root of all evil. But God, we don't love it, but we do enjoy what it does for us. Move by your spirit this morning for your people. Those that stand in the need of grocery. Lord, those that want to become debt free. Those that want to save more money. God, those that want to open their own business. Father, move for these your people today in the name of Jesus. And Father, we pray for Pastor David, that God, you would continue to give him strength. We pray for his sister and his mother this morning, that Father, you would heal in the name of Jesus. We know you're able, God. Oh, and we know you know what's best for all of us. And Pastor David, God, if he go to be there for both of them, in the name of Jesus. And Father, I ask that you would strengthen Paula and strengthen our ex-husband family and God send all that they need to get through this time of sorrow in the name of Jesus move by your spirit Lord in a mighty way in the name of Jesus we thank you we give you glory we give you the honor and praise and Father as we depart this morning bless our going out bless our coming in and again this morning meet the need in our lives according to your riches and glory by your son Christ Jesus. And Father again, we ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. And hallelujah. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we are absent, one from another, in the name of Jesus. Go today in love and peace. Share the good news of Jesus and give someone something of quality. God loves a cheerful giver. Have a blessed day. I speak the blessings of Almighty God, uncommon blessings of Almighty God upon you today, September the 12th, 2013. I mean, two thousand and two. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So we're going to our last song of the morning, and after this song, I won't be coming back today.